Treva Las Vegas from the Snug Pod. How is everyone out there in Tamriel doing today, tonight, whenever you find yourself hearing this broadcast? I am Never Separate, your host, joined by other hosts. Also, I have with me Gwen the Bard. What is up, friend? Hello, back in the Snug Pod, finally. And gone crazy back soon. What's up? nothing much you know just got my las vegas um casino voice apparently <laughs> yeah those nothing places much all the much we have so much much so much much so much muchness well there was much 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 uh, okay i'm done <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we uh, were not here last week, right? Am I remembering that correctly? That is correct. We were not here last week. But just one week out. Well, yeah, because last week was Easter, so we were not here. There was a holiday and then traveling. There was a lot going on. I was trying to make sure that we didn't miss two weeks, and I was just blanking on what the other one was. So, yeah. So we weren't here last week, and... uh, yeah, as, as, uh, as Gwen just said, there was some traveling recently. We'll talk about that a bit tonight. Actually, we'll probably talk about that most of the night because um, that's going to be uh, kind of the focus of the show. I was not able to attend, so I am not going to be uh, super active in that. Uh, but I might ask some questions because I definitely am curious about some stuff. And uh, I did not ask a lot uh, prior to the show because I didn't want them to have to repeat everything. <laughs> again and pretend like I was hearing it for the first time so we'll do that tonight And uh, but before we dive into all of that um, I didn't even think to ask um, are there show notes I need to pull up? <laughs> there are there is show notes okay um, I didn't I didn't you know, know for sure if we're going to have those since we were going to be talking about your trip but um, oh, oh there's apparently a, a meet the character and everything oh, mm-hmm. oh well uh, alright yeah yeah. Miriam. So I will, I will pull that up then. Um, all right, so let's, uh, I guess, start where we normally do uh, before we before we jump into to the Vegas trip. Have y'all actually been able to get anything done in game since last time we uh, hung out? Uh, let's see, some tickets, some tales of tribute. Um. I did a tipsy trials on PC. Uh, I wasn't tipsy. I mean, if we're talking about sleep deprivation, maybe that counts as tipsy. But um, but that was fun. Uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you? Um, well, I'll cover mine last because I've actually done <laughs> a, a decent bit in game compared to normal. Oh. Um, no, I mean, nothing like super significant to anybody other than me, but. Um, but what about you, Crazy? Um, I have been terrible at the anniversary event. Quite literally awful. Um, but I tried, or am trying. Um, I mostly have been doing writs for boxes, and then I'll usually do a couple dailies. But I really haven't been like going crazy like I normally would um, during this event. And it's not because I don't want to be. It's just because of the timing of the Vegas trip as well as, um, like, just life stuff. Um, you know, 
and that's pretty much it. It's just it's just been a little nutty lately, so sadly I you know didn't get to uh, get to get as much done as I would have liked to during this event, unfortunately. Okay. Well, I've been uh, just kind of tackling a lot of uh, tedious little tasks. Um, I have not every day gotten on and gone through all my characters to do crafting writs, but several days I have. Uh, and other days I've done at least like two or three characters. Um, might have been a day or two. I only did one or possibly not even anything other than just eat cake for tickets. But um, in the process of that, running around doing writs on all my characters, when you go up to a crafting station, it defaults to, you know, whatever style, uh, you know, is first in the list or whatever. And I'd, I'd realize that, oh, I don't have that style learned on this character. So I went through and found uh, or used any extra uh, style motifs for the normal race motifs um, on, on my alts and then went through and uh, purchased from guild traders or... Uh, Another guild I'm in had a collection of them in uh, in the guild bank, so I took one of those uh, for the last one that I needed. And so now all my characters can craft all of the basic styles, so that I'm able to not have to fool with which style I land on. By default, if it's orc or breton or whatever, regardless, I can just craft it and move on to the next uh, next station. So I got that knocked out. Uh, I've also been going through and listing extra. Uh, like recipes and things like that and traders um, some in our store so if you're listening and you're one of our guildmates uh, you might go and look there and see if there's anything listed I mean, there's a lot of stuff listed everybody lists stuff cheap there so um, anything from one gold to the 20 or whatever gold it defaults to um, when you list something and uh, so, so I've been going through and, and doing that to clear inventory um, recipes provisioning recipes that i had extra of uh, i've been going through and learning those on all my characters uh, just to clear up the extra ones that i had and then anything that i <clears throat> anything i still had left over after i'd done that that's the stuff i'm trying to sell i have some of the the i think it's the new life charity writs is that right um there's the imperial city ones and the uh the other one or maybe not Imperial City, Imperial Charity Ridge, whatever. Um, there's the one that you, if you do 12 of them, you get the, it's like the Crystal Frost skin or whatever it's called. Uh, I did those, got that skin. Uh, probably will never use it, but I got it. Uh, so, I cleared mm -hmm. up, so I cleared up some of that stuff from my inventory too. And I've been trying to clear out some of the little side quests and things. Um, I saw Stibbins get turned into an egg. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and so I got that that done. Realized that another quest that I had that uh, was under the holiday events quest. Uh, once I got to the point to try to turn it in, I can't because that person's not there right now because the event's not going on. So I have two of those quests, um, but. Uh, I also worked on uh, antiquities because I had another one of the was it Saint Alessia's uh, paravent or what is the the statue? Um, oh, uh, Alessia's Parvant. Yeah, um, yeah, probably butchered the pronunciation there, but 
the pronunciation. <laughs> the okay. pronunciation. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I had I had that, and I I was still at level nine with my antiquities. So uh, I think I've lost that one before because it ran out of time. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm gonna get that one done. I'm close enough. I was sitting like almost right at ten, so I went ahead and knocked out uh, a couple more antiquities to get those to ten. So I maxed out my antiquities. Um, uh, the skill lines, both uh, scrying and uh, excavating. So that's done. And that might be it. Um, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to trying to think if there's anything else. Like I said, it's just been a bunch of little things. Like I haven't gone and you know no death speed run hard mode any trials or anything like that. Just a bunch of little quality of life things uh, before the show. Um, I was also taking sets that I intend to use at some point either on this character for a different build or on other characters and taking them from my bank and off my person and put them into storage coffers in my house um, since I can just take any character in my house and, and look through those and that way I have access to more bank space if I need it for, for other things but um, yeah just trying to make life a little bit easier um, for when I am able to actually play and uh, not have to constantly be moving stuff around from inventory to uh, make room for new things I want to pick up, like when we run new dungeons and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's probably the most I've said about things I've been doing in-game in quite some time, but that's where I've been. Yeah, it's chatty, chatty kitty today. She's done more in-game than the both of us. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You've probably done more than uh, Gwen and I recently. Well, that's because y'all had other things to do. So well, I did do true. fishing. I finally got around to fishing. I forgot to mention that. Um, I forgot to mention it because I forgot it because I couldn't talk using remote play for PlayStation. And that is so weird when you're not able to talk when you're hanging out with people and fishing. <laughs> I would imagine. Probably feels kind of just quiet. <laughs> But you can type, you can type while you're fishing, just don't reel it in or it automatically sends whatever you've messaged and that can make some really short, weird messages. Fun, Wait, fun if you're a remote playing, why did, well, they weren't in Discord probably. I was going to say now with the new Discord integration, you should have just convinced everybody to pop into Discord. I thought about it. <laughs> I, we'll course, try it next time. Everybody's got to have that set up too, so... Maybe some people that haven't gone through and actually set that up yet. Oh, that's true. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't done that, um, it's not that it's not hard to do it. So you should definitely, uh, if you want to be able to use Discord and play at the same time uh, on on console, uh, then on or on PS5. PlayStation at least. Yeah, yeah, you can't PS5. Use PS4. Yep. Uh, that's definitely. where the potential holdup could be. That's yeah, true that's too. True. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of people are still still not moved over to the five yet. Uh, good news on that front, though, is that there are they are more available now. So if you were looking, you can likely just like hop into GameStop or Walmart or Best Buy and probably pick one up. So. True, true. Cool. All right, ladies. So um, how was your trip? Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all take it from here, and I'll ask questions along the way. <laughs> Who wants to go first? You want to go first, Gwen? You can go first. You can go first. Oh, I don't even know where to start. 
let's start with start the beginning. It's a very the good place getting, to start. The getting there. The getting there? I guess I was already talking to people, like, doing stuff with people while you were working on getting there. Yeah, you were already there. You got to do uh, meeting people the day before, or evening before I did. Evening so. before, yeah. Yeah, so we'll start with that. Um, so we'll start at the beginning. Um, <laughs> so we went to, and everyone just kind of decided to, like, meet up at this little uh, Irish pub inside one of the resorts. And that was that was fun. It was just kind of like a get there, get there, talk to people thing, get before everything starts. And of course, I get there, and, and you're still on your plane. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yep. <sighs> Find the comfort. Who could? Because I'm shy. We all know I'm shy. I don't lie. I don't hide it that I'm shy. I'm like, all right. And hey, look, there's a chair at a table. Let's sit down. Um, and then immediately, Lyris started talking to me, and I have. I'm horrible with faces. This is how I started learning. I was horrible with faces, even if I seen see, have seen people's faces. Because um, it's how your face is framed. It's how I remember it. So I didn't even recognize Lotus right away until he's like, Oh, hi, Gwen. I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh, there's the person that I actually know. Um, <laughs> but I uh, eventually got to know everyone in the room, which was cool. And then, um, but that was pretty much it. It was just a night of everyone talking to each other, getting to... Uh, people who'd seen each other before in person, re-catching up, meeting people who you haven't met before. It was pretty fun. Yeah. And then you came over because by the time you were done with that, we had checked into our hotel because we stayed at the Excalibur. So You were you... conveniently there as <laughs> I was walking by. Yeah. So you kind of stopped off and we met up for like a minute and kind of formed a game plan for the next morning. And then you took off to your room and we took off to our room because at that point it was like well after midnight Vegas time, which for me felt like three in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, on par for my usual time that I'm awake, but um, <laughs> but extra, extra tiring because of traveling all day. Mm -hmm. Excalibur is so. where they do the... Uh... The dinner show with the jousting and stuff right indeed yeah. but sadly we did not get to partake we did in not. said we, jousting uh, show we did not have enough time to do everything that vegas had to offer right. uh, we barely made it on the vegas strip because of how quick we were there <laughs> yeah we didn't even make it all the way down the strip we just no it, we were very busy yeah uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to, to go in and check out if you have uh if you don't have if you're in a short time frame, it's hard. It is hard to see it all. My wife and I got to see that show on our honeymoon. That's why. I was, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we did not get to see it. We talked about it, but it just didn't happen. There was no mm -hmm. time. No time. No time. Too but much meeting and greeting. To too next, much hanging out. The next yeah. morning, where uh, we met up with people for breakfast, mm -hmm. or we met up with each other for breakfast, and we kind of ran into people along the way. <laughs> yeah, it was um really fun because I was walking, we were walking, and um, <laughs> the elder memes passed by and saw the Lore Seeker shirt and like flipped around and was like, wait a minute, Lore Seekers, I know you! Because <laughs> I had met him in at PAX in Boston. Um, so it was fun because he was like, wait a tick! And then he realized it was me and it was like, oh, hi again! Um, so it was really funny because he was one of the first ones that we ran into on the way to go get food and get breakfast and whatnot, so... Yeah, we did that. 
then we decided to head over to the arena early. Exactly. We were very early. We got there before <laughs> Gina got there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we got to the arena around, what, like 9.45, maybe? 10? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like right uh, before 10. Yeah, I think it was just, bef just before 10. Yeah. So, but the part of the reasoning was because we wanted to, if a line started to form, to get in to, like, if we could be towards the front of the line. And the other part of it was um, we were meeting some other lore seekers who were coming, they were driving in. So it was just kind of um, two of them, two of them? One or two of them didn't actually have, like, entry entry, so they were going to stand in line um, you know, as a plus one and stuff, so it was uh, uh, kind of in the plan to have them be there to get in line as early as they could. But yeah, and it all worked out. Everyone it did. Got in. We had to have. We got to have fun. Mm -hmm. And the the funny thing was, we were standing there, and um, it was kind of like people started chiming in, you know, on Twitter and other places, like in discords and whatnot, like, oh, hey, I'm outside of the arena. And it was like, wait, where are they? They've got to be right here next to me or like right next to us. And then we like looked over at a table and there was a table there and it had like Jimmy J. Shabadoo and a bunch of other people. Then memes showed up again. And it's just like there's slowly started to form this big, big group of <laughs> of ESO nerds like <laughs> hovering out outside. <laughs> I think it was great we showed up as early as we did because that allowed kind of like a streamlined time setup for you getting mm. everyone to sign the back of your map. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, I had a map to sign. Gwen had a shirt to sign. Uh, so it just kind of worked out really, really well. Is this the map you got at PAX? It is. Okay. It is. The map I got a pack. So you managed um, to haul it back uh, to Vegas with you, get it back home safely. I, yep, I did. <laughs> I may not. I may not have brought everything else home and forgot some things in the airport, which I'll get to later. But I did oh, get no. my map home. <laughs> 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 so yeah, uh, my map is pretty full on the back, like pretty darn full. So it was very cool. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Gwen. Okay, but then we did the signings, we said all of the highs, we got to meet a bunch of people, and this was before the doors even, even opened for the event. Yeah, that's very true. And then, um, we were trying to, like, take sneak photos of getting in, and of, like, looking at the different things and angles and waiting, and then finally we get in. First impressions, what did you think? Uh, because this was your first time at the HyperX Arena. Yeah, it was my first time. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, it was, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I think that's what I was expecting, but also not what I was expecting. Um, so, like, when you walk in, they had, like, a streaming spot and whatnot there where people could do um, Twitch streams or live streams. And then you walked into this little, like, rotunda area, which was really, really neat. And that's where they were having us sign the ESO celebration banner and they were giving out like the little swag bags that they were giving to everybody right when you first walked in. Um, I do think that's a really cool way to have kind of like an arena set up. Like it was a multi-story with like bars 
and you know seats and big screens and um i like it because it felt kind of intimate but also big like it didn't feel like a giant like overwhelming space even though it was pretty large like yeah there was clearly enough space for all the people who were there and then some but it didn't feel like it should hold 300 people yet it didn't feel packed yeah, it kind of reminded me more of, this is going to sound a little weird, but like a club. Like, it was, it reminded me of like, not in that front room, obviously, because the front room's where all the streaming and stuff was. But like in the back, where most of the ESO celebration was held, it kind of reminded me of like a multi-story, like, club or like, um, you know, I don't know, somewhere where there would be like, not a concert, but you know what I'm saying? It was just that kind of a, like a, a vibe in there. Yeah. yeah, kind of a music I venue. I could see it as a music venue. Um, there were, like, chairs and couches and stuff in some of the back corners as well that had televisions, like, mounted on pillars and whatnot so that you could, like, sit on the couches and watch what was happening on the stream. And it was it was cool. I really, really liked the atmosphere of, of there. So it was definitely, definitely neat. Um... Yeah, we got there. We got in. Um, I think for me, I was super impressed with, like, how nice they made the venue look with, like, little propage, I guess. Like, props and stuff. Like, it had these cool, like, cutout mushrooms, and um, a lot of the color scheme was kind of a necrom color scheme, like that green and purple and, you know, kind of that sort of color scheme. Um but with the cutout mushrooms and all of that stuff. So I think the, the venue looked, looked really nice, um, in my opinion, for what the presentation was they were doing. It wasn't, like, too detracting, and it wasn't, like, over, you know, over the top. It was, in my opinion, kind of just right. I liked it a lot. So, yeah, it was neat. So once we kind of got through there, then we walked and looked around a little bit right but then we went to go find seats because we had a little bit of time before the live stream started but we also didn't want to like you know miss out on talking to people or not get seats like we didn't want to be mm -hmm. talking and not get seats and we also didn't want to be in seats and not talking so <laughs> yeah. we found seats we signed up for the play testing thing or i signed us up for the play testing thing i guess yeah, you did. Um, I'm glad you did that, because I totally walked right by that table. I did not realize that's what it was. I also I also did stop to buy a shirt, because they had the Bethesda store there, but it didn't really have anything, like, new-new in it. It was just, um, like, the Necrom shirt that actually is in Gwen's tweets um, that she had people sign. And then they had the Molag Ball shirt with the, like, kind of black embossed... Um, Ouroboros, and they had the high aisle shirt from last year. And then there was the alt version that fan like the fancy things were like the alt version of the Hermes Morris statue. And I'm still mm -hmm. not sure what was different about it. It looked like the exact same statue. Me either. Did, I did. Did it get a different wash? Slightly bro. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't maybe know. Maybe the other ones were. For that stuff. Well, I wonder if the other ones were like a like a first cast, like a numbered version from the first cast. I don't know. I'm not really too sure. I don't know. Um, no, no one... No idea. Yeah. But it was technically an alt statue. That's what it was being advertised as. Mm -hmm. Which, now that I know the size of it, I finally got the right size shelf to put it on. So that's oh, sweet. fun for later. Um, but yeah. yeah. Did that. 
A then lot we of ran. Saw the devs. Oh, you had some fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we walked like right towards the front when we first got in, um, and like Rich and Gina and CJ and Brian Wheeler, um, they were all like right at the front um, when we first walked in. And so Gwen and I kind of like decided that if we were going to have them sign anything and they didn't care, that was probably the best time because there was not really very many other people in there and they hadn't started the show yet. So they weren't like, you know, running around doing different things. Um, so yeah, we went up to talk to them and <laughs> like had them sign everything and, um, and whatnot, took some pictures with them. Um, and then my favorite two stories happened right after that. So my husband was with me and I jokingly called him my support role um, for the whole thing. He does not play ESO. He does have knowledge of Elder Scrolls. He played Oblivion and Skyrim. He like, like dipped his toe into Morrowind but never really actually played it, played it because he started with Oblivion. And we're standing there and Matt Fyroar, um is over there and we're like standing talking to him and you know he he like Gwen and I are like you know thank you and whatnot like you do when you're meeting someone new and talking you about know. something that you love that they make and uh Ian Ian in his not knowing who the devs are or knowing who any of the people are for the game um looks at Matt Fyroar and goes so how are you involved in all of this <laughs> And I was literally like face in hands, like trying not to laugh, covering my mouth. And Matt Fyroar literally looks at him and goes, I made this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Uh. And Ian's like, my wife wants to crawl into a hole right now. Like, she's so embarrassed at me being here. <laughs> uh. And I, I was like, no, no, no. And he goes, I, I'm sorry. He goes, I just, I, like, I've played Elder Scrolls games, but I don't play ESO. And, like, it was just a really funny moment. He was so gracious and just so understanding. And then he proceeded to, like, stand there and talk to us about, you know, Zenimax and kind of, like, what his background was and what, where he started and how he ended up with at Zenimax and just, you know, all of these these funny little things um so that was my first good story which made me chuckle um the second story that made me not really chuckle but kind of go like uh what was we were standing there by the row putting our stuff down and someone walks up to me and he's like ah oh, lore seekers huh um because i had on my purple lore seeker shirt and he goes I uh, feel like I should introduce myself to you. He's like, I, I recognize that. I, I know you. And I was like, um, okay. And he's like, I'm Michael Zenke, the lore master. And I literally was like, Bleh. like, I just, it was like I went into like dial up mode or something. Like my brain just melted and imploded into my head because the fact that the lore master came up and introduced himself to me um, <laughs> because of my shirt <laughs> just kind of made me like, self-implode for about 30 seconds and then I like came to and I was like oh nice to meet you like hi wow thank you uh me, you know like it's it's an honor like that sort of a thing and I was just in shock um 
So that was that was a really fun time with that. Um, he was a really, really awesome dude. He actually sat and talked with us quite a few times throughout the event, right, Gwen? Yeah. Like, we uh, the second day we sat and talked with him for quite some time. Um, but yeah, every time every time I ran into him, he would like say hey to us or chat with us for a few minutes. I like really, really awesome, awesome guy. And like, so cool to know that he, you know, kind of like. I don't want to say is the owner of lore for the game, but you know what I'm saying is like the the point person basically for the lore in the game, and that's what our guild cares and was kind of based around initially. Um, so the fact that that's you know like a little recognized and whatnot was just such a cool cool moment, like a full circle moment. So it was really neat, really really cool. So um, yeah. Then what, Gwen? I don't know. I don't know where else to go from here. Okay, let's see. Uh, you shared some silly stories. I can share some silly stories. I silly do. Stories. Let's do it. Silly stories. Silly All right. stories. <laughs> silly stories. Um, so a couple of two silly stories. Silly story one. Um, so there was another artist there um, who was messaging she DM me on, on Twitter and she wanted to meet up and I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, so we kept like trying to figure out where each other were, and then the thing started, and we could still couldn't find each other. And then finally, the thing was over. People are having food, we're finding tables and stuff, and then we finally ran into each other. And um, it was Sanguine stole your girl or your pantaloons. Pantaloons. And She's so I'm great. Not, and I'm just like, you know what? I normally, if I can't find someone, I'll just like scream your name into the crowd. I am not gonna scream "Sanguine stole your girl" into a crowd of Elder Scrolls fans. That sounds like a horrible idea. Why not, Gwen? I yelled for the lore or anything that can keep me alive in the middle of the stream. Apparently, so. Uh... Yes, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's you mean you didn't want to yell pantaloons across the venue? You know that wouldn't have been as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then we found her and um, she ended up hanging out with us and we did drawing and stuff together and she was an absolute joy there's like there's gonna be more stories with her in them um, but just the objective of actually finding the person first so that was great and um, and then she goes like oh all right so I have prints would you I can give you one of each and I'm like oh my gosh like is an artist myself I'm like no I, I I'll just just these these three and then uh, a, a sister sticker because sister and sister is my favorite sorry mm. never I love the dark brotherhood I still can't believe you didn't do the dark Brotherhood request um <laughs> but um and because like I plan on like actually buying her art and like for my walls and stuff later uh mm -hmm. if I knew she was gonna be at the event I probably would have been like bring me one of these and I'll and sign it and all of that but um she, she's an amazing artist and so that was fun hanging out with her um, so we did that and then my other funny story so after everything was over we got to play test things right um, we kind of broke the play test people uh, Oops, a couple times on a couple on a couple notes uh, breaking them one we had a group of five of us and they were struggling to find a room for five people that signed up together, which it's like you you signed these people up for times. This was planned out, and it's not planned out. What? <laughs> um, 
and clearly you could tell some of the people there were just HyperX people helping out. Yeah. Because uh, it was like, oh, the here we're running, we're low on green, we're low on green cards. We were like green. <laughs> they meant yellow. They meant yeah, gold. yeah. They meant out very the, the Dominion stuff looked green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so that was kind of silly. Was but then you had an issue when we were in there. Oh boy. So the awesome thing about the playtest was they had both controller and PC like set up. And we sat down and like Wayne walked in and he's like, Alright everybody, make sure you do X, Y, and Z. When you log in, you're gonna pull down the template on the left side. It'll allow you to choose like whatever character you want. It should have a full CP level fifty Arcanist or, or Arcanist that you can um, you know, play with or whatever. Just make your new character and then pull that down and you're good to go. And he's like, uh, okay, have fun and then like leaves the room. And I'm sitting there, and I, like, put on the headphones, and then I, like, look up, and I'm like, oh, I'm on someone else's character. I'm like, that's weird. And so I, like, look at the guy, and I'm like, hey, where do I go to get to the template? This dude clearly was not an ESO person. He literally looks at me, and he goes, oh, go back a screen. So I click back, and it promptly logs me out of the test server, like, full out to the, lo the load-in screen. And I'm like, uh, because there's no password. Like, it's not saved. Um, and he's like what are you doing? And I'm like, um, I think you just logged me out. And he's like, oh, uh, well, I don't know the password. And it was only like a 20 minute demo. So like precious time is ticking. Everyone else is in like making characters, doing stuff. And I'm just like sitting in the screen. So I was like, can you go find Wayne and like get him to come back and log me back in or, so or someone? And he's like, uh, yeah, just, uh, okay and he like leaves and then a few minutes later comes back with wayne wayne logs me in he's like yeah make sure you pull down on this screen x y and z and then i was like in and good to go but i probably missed like a solid five to seven minutes of playtime because i got told to go back too far which upon reflection i will take partial blame i should have known i have a pc account i know how to log in i should have known what the login screen looked like but at the same time like or the character screen i mean but at the same time, I was like, oh, this is an internal server. Like, I don't know if anything's different. Maybe I'm not supposed to be on this person's, you know, character or whatever. So, yeah, that was a fun and, time. Right. And then you're finally <laughs> in there. We're finally and then in I'm there. Finally... I finally found you. We, I took off my helmet so we could find each other. You were smart. You named your, char you named your character Bacon, so I knew who you were. Yeah, I did. I named my character Bacon the Lore Seeker so that she could find me. <laughs> Because everybody else's, like, when you were running through, originally it would just say, like, player, test player, two, one, seven, you know, whatever, like, mm -hmm. when you're far away, and then as you would get closer or whatever, sometimes it would pop the people's names up there. So you were Bacon um, the Lore Seeker, and, and, and Gwen, you and, were Gwen the Bacon Seeker. <laughs> no, I just, I actually named her Jacques Lee. I named her after uh, my regular character, because that's just what I do. She's Jacques Lee on everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But then I, um, we found each other, and it's like, alright, let's try out the Arcanist. I'm gonna try to heal, you try to kill things, I'll keep you alive. And, um, so we both equipped the Kamehameha Beam, she had the, the, the killy one, and I had the healy one. Apparently there's a healy Kamehameha Beam, and it's pink. Um, yeah, it's then, um, that thing is crazy. 
and I'm not sure if I like it. I don't want to like the Arcanist. I'm gonna give it a shot, but no matter what, I'm sticking with my warden. Anyway, yes. we find a public dungeon. Someone decided to jump off a bridge first. Um, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. No idea. No idea. It yeah. was absolutely mm-hmm. me. We were outside of Necrom. I didn't know how to get out, and I saw the public dungeon off the edge of the bridge. So I said, "Why there not?" There was a Yolo. path that was obvious. Going. There was no the time for paths. We only had ten minutes. Wayne came in and said, "You have ten minutes." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You have like the doom clock ticking down over your shoulder as we're trying. I was like, to do "I just this. need to use some skills." And it's like, yeah. "I need something. I need you to kill something so I can try to heal you." And I'm not used to playing like a full-on magic character. Oh, me I either. I normally, like, balance everything. It's like, oh, God, oh, God, why can't I keep resource management? Oh, wait, I don't have any CP done. But we don't have time to do oh. CP! Yeah, um, my big problem was I automatically assumed that there would possibly be some stam skills, which I should have known better. So I, for sure, when you log in and you spec everything, I was just like, yeah, whatever, 64 and a stam, because that's what I normally do. Mm-hmm. And then, like get in the game and I'm realizing that I have a staff on the back of my back and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be a stamina arcanist. And then I like go through and I'm like in the DPS line and there's not really time to read the skills, to be honest. I just did one bar and I literally just dropped like the first, I dropped like an ultimate and the first, you know, four skills or whatever from the one thing and then like one rando skill from one of the other lines just to see it. I feel that's what a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, just took off. Now, I, I neglected to think about the fact that since we're on that server, I didn't have, like, gear or anything on. Like, it, <laughs> there, was, there was nothing on. So I just, like, we went in the public dungeon, and Gwen's like, let me keep you alive. And I would do okay, but then I'd be like, ow, 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 because as soon as something would touch me, I would just, my health bar would just drop well, we had because gear on. we were all, we all had default gear but then like i didn't notice this until we died the first time there we was didn't... In, where was inventories and there was a bunch of crates and you could yep. like choose your gear and different weapons and you could swap everything out but we didn't have time for that we just yeah. wanted to absorb as much information as possible this wasn't like a min max let's go it was a let's just go i want to know yeah, exactly. I Had there been more time to, like, actually pop through the bags like they have on PTS and, um, you know, like, grab stuff out? I've, I've never played PTS, so I just was kind of like, um, okay, well, what am I doing here? And then when I opened the inventory and saw all the bags, I went, oh. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't have any soul gems on me. I'm dead. I have to go back to the way shrine and run back and catch up again. And it was like... Oh yeah, wait a tick. I absolutely could have just opened up my inventory, gotten stuff out of a bag, and then rezzed right there. But that's okay. Live and learn. If we ever do an event like that again, or ever playtest anything um, we'll completely in the future. Because we'll... we will be in the moment. That's true. Maybe we will. But I'll try and remember. So, it was really fun. Out... Um, go yeah, ahead. It was great. We get out of there. Um, we did our thing, and then we asked the other people who were who were around how how it went in their thing, and uh, so we ran into Jay Hard Ellis. It's like, oh well, how he was in our playtest session. It's like, how was your playtest session? Oh, I just went to housing. Yeah, he was. He was like, I know I was supposed to play the class, but I just went to housing. <laughs> uh, that good. didn't even occur to me as an option. 
if I knew that was an option, I would have done that. I thought this was like just like a lit a limited like, you know, like a, a little bit of zone. Like there's invisible walls around the city. This is where you go. This is it. This is all you have. This is what we're doing. <laughs> if I knew I could have went at housing, I, I I wouldn't have kept you alive. I want to win at housing. You would have you would have gone to look at the ship house. I I well. I don't know. I kept hearing people say they couldn't find the ship house on that server. So I uh, maybe it wasn't implemented actually, yet. Yeah, I don't think we actually could have looked at the ship house. We should be able to look at it tomorrow, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was. I that ship so bad. I was I almost <laughs> like literally jumped out of my seat. I have been dying for a ship house. <laughs> my biggest, uh, and I can't wait to see it because, like, I want to know: is it like, is it like every ship ever, or is it like? Now that we've seen a ship like this, because when you do Dreadsail Reef, the ship's bigger, okay? It's, it's a lot bigger. This is supposed to be a clearly sea-voyaging ship, like a proper sea-voyaging ship. And that's what I'm really hoping this house is. If it's a small ship, whatever. It's a ship, I want it. But then it could also more so be a medium home. It would probably be a large home if it's the Dreadsail Reef-sized ship. But And it says there's like Ornogs and stuff, you know, the little like murder water puppies in the background. And so, jumping. Hopefully, it is that type of ship. But we'll we'll know in the morning. We'll know in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really fun. The playtest was super fun. Um, I am not really an altaholic. Like I have other alts, but I don't really play them too much. Every once in a while, I do here and there. Um, but I actually think that I will make an arcanist and play around with it a little bit because. If nothing else, I'm going to be honest, like, I know they were pushing and saying, like, oh, the sound is really cool and the visuals are really cool. And I, I personally have to agree. I mean, I know everybody has different things that they like in the game or that they want from the game. But I really, really enjoyed some of the visuals of some of the skills that I was using, um, as well as the noise. Like, the noise that that book beam makes is super cool. Now, I will say it was slightly obnoxious with, like, 10 arcanists running around in the same small space like like just that's all you could hear <laughs> the whole time but um no i think it was was really cool i will definitely definitely give it a try um because i want to see and it it feels it feels a little different than some of the other classes. I can't wait to kind of see how the crux works better once I figure out how the skills work because I did um, uh, get to use that like once or twice and it definitely like blew stuff up faster. Yeah, so. I think I'm looking forward to actually trying it out at like level three and mm -hmm. having it grow. Like kind of learning, because learning once it. Because you, you know when you like make a new character it's a class you normally don't use, and you level it up and everything, and then you go off and you go back to your regular character, and then like seven months later, or, you know, the yearly jubilee when you only do writs and stuff with it, and you touch it again, you're like, what the heck am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, I feel that's kind of where we were at with that. It's We need to grow yeah. and try to use the character from like level one to really know what we're doing. Well, yeah, and to understand how the skills work as well, because we were just able to like literally spec skill morph skill morph skill morph you know in a matter of mm -hmm. seconds without i mean i'm gonna be honest i didn't really read what the skills did i just wanted to to get some skills on the bar and start running around so i i honestly don't even know what i put down um i do like that they have it similar to 
pardon me, sorry about the yawn there, um, that they have it set up similarly to the Necro and the Warden, where it's kind of, like, intuitive that, you know, like, this is a tanking line, this is a DPS line, this is a healing line, but you can mix and match as needed. Like, it's easy to cross things over. So, I think that's a pretty cool plus to the class currently. I believe that um, somewhere I saw someone made the comment that uh, you'd be able to possibly, and this may have been hack, but um, you'd be able to possibly go through and create a build for basically any role using nothing but class skills. Yep. I can absolutely see that. Someone mentioned, too, that they thought it was interesting, and I didn't really pay attention to it, but they said that they felt like this was a not light attack class. Like it was not light attack weaving necessary. Right. So, like, to produce good damage output, it did not require a light attack rotation necessarily. Now, I didn't play it long enough to figure that out. Um, and I was too busy also trying to figure out an Xbox controller because I never play Xbox. So it was like, wait, where's the buttons? Where's the joystick? Because they're offset from each other, you know, which is very different than our our PlayStation right. um, buttons. So, Oh, I just hopped right into it because when I'm on PC, I use my Xbox controller. I'm staring at it right now. It's right there. Um, <laughs> that's the thing with using, like, three different consoles is you just pick up a thing and it's like, oh, this is the controller I'm using, let's go. Um, I could see why that could be a hindrance for other people who would be trying it as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, I really enjoyed the playtest. I thought it was super duper fun, personally. Yep. And we managed to, like, avoid any spoilers of, like, running, we didn't go into Netcrom itself. Uh, all we did was find like the start of a public dungeon. There was, we didn't really spoil anything for us being people who would normally avoid spoilers. It mm -hmm. was pretty, everything was very contained. It wasn't a lot that we were jumping into. No, I ran right by the quest giver. Like I almost clicked it and then I was like, no, no, there's no time. Keep going. Um, um, I found before you joined in. I did start doing what I normally would do and start a quest and stuff before we decided to do that. And I ran into um, the Argonian Companion. Oh! And, um, like, because while, while you were struggling to, like, figure everything out, I was like, well, she's going to be struggling for a bit. Let's start a quest. Let's see how this goes. And so I started his quest and everything, but I really wanted to just get to combat because you talk to him, it leads you to the Thieves Guild. And I was like, nah, we're not going to go into the Thieves Guild. Because that's why that's how I knew that path was there. Because you go down oh. that path to find the Thieves Guild. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so I can't wait to meet him see right how... off the bat. Can't wait to see how that plays out then. Yeah. Um, one other first impression just from the playthrough. Uh, that Morrowind, and they even said it in the stream is much more, like, verdant and pretty than, like, Ashland or Morrowind. Like, it's still alien-looking, and it's still strange, but, it, like, the mushrooms and stuff look more, to me, more, like, high fantasy and less, like, weird. I don't I know. I am going to judge the zone solely on two things. 
lava to greenery ratio, <laughs> and uh, how many cliff racers there are. <laughs> well, there you go. You heard it first, folks. Uh, so, yeah, the playtest was super duper fun. Super duper fun. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see, the food. The food was good. Um, food, food was really good. They had food included. It was all themed. Food. Everyone got two, two alcoholic beverages or included as well, or regular beverages. Your preference, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, those, those were fun. Those were themed as well. Those were great. And all of the food had like little, silly, in-game style tags for what it would be, and that was cute. I... That was a, that was a fun touch. I took a couple of them. Hold on, let me see if I can find one really quick just to read. Um, oh, here we go. I took a picture of Elden Root barbecue grilled chicken. <laughs> just because I thought it was fun. So they had little tags with Ouroboros on them, and then they each had little names. I thought I took more than that. Oh, the Scald King's best beef brisket. And the that white was gold fat brisket for sure. Yeah, the white gold fashioned was like an old fashioned. So it was bourbon, sugar, and bitters. And then the Arcanist Domain was Prosecco, Lemon Juice, and Midori. Which we added Sprite to. Because mm -hmm. Prosecco. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It was super fun. Um, and let's see. And then there was the draw along, which... Well, <laughs> Gwen has strong feelings about the draw along. I, I, I have, I loved it. I have strong feelings. They're all positive. They are all positive. Um, it was great. There was a draw along. I think it was awesome that they included pencils and paper, and the paper was thick. Like that yeah, was it was like card quality. card stock. That was quality paper. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it card stock, but if you're not like a paper snob, it would cardstock is the right thing to compare it to um, yeah but it was good uh, it was simple because anyone can draw mushrooms and mountains and they are just doing the simple lines and everything to get you to follow along and stuff and that was great um, it was when he started filling with the digital paint that it was like oh, okay. I'll never so keep up I had even okay one thank you Gina uh, she decided to even chime in going like you're cheating um, <laughs> so yes um, he was technically using the resources available to him however it was also a draw along um, but I in the moment I was a little emotional about that I'll admit <laughs> 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 but it was fun. It was it was fun. Um, like sanguine, she she gave she gave up at one point and just started started just she was just she wasn't drawing along anymore. She was drawing mushrooms and drew a fun little like Dagon figure dancing around. And I I, I kept trying. I kept trying. I I think I gave up. I I even tried the shading. I think I gave up when he started adding color to it. Once he started yeah. adding the reds and browns, that's when I gave up. Like, I even tried with the shading. Um, but it was still fun. And that's basically that in a nutshell. And then we did the 
what they didn't call it a Q&A, but it was basically a Q&A. Yeah. It was like an ask me anything, right? Yes. So is that what yes. you're talking and, about with the devs? And we had a joke question and then <laughs> we we're all just sitting back there with our hands up like joke question. Yes, let's go. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, I don't want to do it. I actually have the real question now. I took one and I was like, I got it. I'll do it. You you took one for the team. You took I took one question. for the team. I was like, if anyone in the room will hate me, if Rich is going to hate anyone, he can hate me, I guess. Um, so yeah, the uh, joke question that we had was in honor of the wonderful calendar mancer, Benevolent Bodhi. And it was simply, because he couldn't be there, treasure maps when. <laughs> so there you go. That you got sad. approached on it later. It, it's like I sure did. Us. Matt, Fi Matt Firer walked by me upstairs and he was like, hey, about your question. That was great. <laughs> and then he just kind of chuckled and I was like, yeah, I saw Rich's face and he's like, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> oh my gosh, it immediately went no. Just like, no. no. Rich was literally like, as soon as I said treasure maps, I just see him start shaking his head yep. and like looking roll, down and he's like, shake, he's like, we know, we know, we know. So uh, it was good. I everyone, thought it was hilarious. Yeah, everyone was so, um, everyone's so behaved. You were the only person with a joke question, and it was an intentional joke question. Yeah. Um, everyone actually had honest, they want to know what's going on, tell me these things, act, mm -hmm. like in depth questions. I, I actually did not really. that. No, and I really wish that I had taken notes because there were some really, really good like end game questions. There were questions even on the UI, um, questions related to like end you know end of life for consoles versus um, PCs, and you know like how are they moving forward on certain things, and just um, really good information and and I should have taken notes to remember all of it they were recording all of that stuff they didn't live stream it but my hope is that it will eventually come out like maybe they'll do a news article or you know like a release on it I don't know mm -hmm. I know it was kind oh, of yeah, like they were doing fun. specialty specialty stuff for the people that were actually at the event you know mm -hmm. but at the same time I think that would be cool for the community to see so um, and we did get an answer to your one question never the one about housing and the furniture stations because mm -hmm. someone was brave and brought it up and they basically said that yes you will feed like old mm -hmm. stations to the new to consolidate everything down into four stations right which i'm sure gives you a lot more questions on them as well now mm -hmm. but that's all we got that's that's all we got i think the only question i'd have off the top of my head would just be how are we going to obtain those new stations? Will it be kind of like they've done with uh, uh, Armory Station, where they'll just give those to everybody, and then you still have to go and get the other stations? Uh, or will we have to purchase them individually from hmm. the, from the uh, Master Rip vendor, in addition to purchasing the other ones to go on a tune? Hmm. I feel like since it's supposed to be a quality of life update, that hopefully it will just be much more simplistic and be more along the lines of the armory station. Hope so. So we'll have to we'll have to see, but yeah, the ask me anything was really really great. Um, 
people asked Wheeler about combat. Um, you know, they asked about server server things. Um, they finally announced that they're doing Mid-Year Mayhem kind of back-to-back -back in, I think it's May and June, um, once the rest of the server hardware upgrades and stuff go through. Um, so that was really nice. Um, yeah, I'm how it sounded was for, for PlayStation and A, the first Mid-Year Mayhem, we won't have the hardware update. The second year Mid-Year Mayhem, we will have the hardware update. I thought we already had it on PSNA. Apparently not, because they mentioned it. Oh, I thought they were just talking about EU, but I maybe we don't. Uh, you maybe, you it was first, didn't maybe it was maybe it was PCNA. PC no, got P it first. PCNA got it first. Yeah. They're working on e they're, they're doing EU right now. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so the Ask Me Anything was really really cool. Um, well, I have a question. Um, yeah. Because you brought it up, but I don't. I don't know how much uh, detail was given, but you said they talked about the uh, end of life for consoles. Mm -hmm. did, did that actually get addressed? No, not really. It wasn't It wasn't like directly about end of life for consoles, but it was just like talked about in a few things. Like they would say like somebody asked about like housing stuff and they're like, you know, with consoles being, um, you know, we're. I think the verbiage was uh, you have to remember we're still running on a PlayStation 4 and the Xbox whatever whatever it is yeah whatever one number. is yeah. that right yeah one x i don't know um <laughs> uh you know so it was kind of like you you know you have to remember that we're still restricted within those things um maybe in the future things will change but for now you know that's where our communities are and we have to be aware of that and support that as we as we go through so um I thought that that was like a very nice way of saying it, you know, like basically, yeah, we have an awareness. Yes, we know there are things that people want, but we also have to be realistic with what we can actually handle because implementing certain things may not be reasonable for everyone or may cause challenges for certain um, people that are at a certain point in the game. So. Okay. And then I, yeah. of course, asked about the Dark Brotherhood. Um, yeah, you did. Yep. And uh, based on the response, it sounded like absolutely no one thought about that. And hopefully they will think about it now. And maybe we can get a Dark Brotherhood chapter eventually after all of this or, from Ace Morris stuff. So or maybe they year. did think about it and they just completely skirted the question so that they didn't have to answer you. Because I think if wasn't that was one of the, the case, responses. That means we get it within the next three years. Wasn't I one of the that. responses? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> I, don't remember, I think it was something it was all very like what? Yeah, yeah. I think you said, "Can we get more Dark Brotherhood sanctuaries?" And someone was like, "Because huh, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't that be a great idea or something like that?" And I was like, "Supposed hmm. to be growing during the second era, and it would make sense to have more of them." And they're like, "Yeah." And that it would be totally doable, because why not? Because we have the Thieves Guild ones everywhere, that's what they said. And I'm like, yes, yes, more Dark Brotherhood, please. Yeah. So, um... That yeah. was my not joke question that was so important that I had to say that I couldn't say the joke question. In case it <laughs> Love it, love it. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, so that was kind of like the notable things. I mean, there was of course end game questions, 
um, questions about logs because eight puppies, you know, he does stuff on PC and consoles and he is end game trial, you know, focused. Um, and it was kind of like, Hey, uh, you know, we've got logs on play on PC that help people learn and help people know what's going on and how they can achieve those things. But on console, it's like, good luck. Um, and it was kind of like a, yep, we're aware um, that actually might be some of what the response was to the console. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember for sure, but that might be where the response of like, you know, you have to remember we're still running on the last gen consoles. I think that might've been where that came in, but um, yeah. So there were some, some good questions. Locke asked a really good question, I think too, and I cannot remember what it was, but um, just uh some good, good stuff in that Ask Me Anything panel. So, yeah, you yeah. heard a lot more of them than I did, because um, you were sitting closer for those, because you really wanted to get in your treasure map question. I was sitting more so in the back and just kind of like having my conversations at that point and trying to draw mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> but um, mm -hmm. So you probably remember more than I do, but that was that was definitely a fun little panel. And yeah. then we got to, uh, then we had the voice actors and the bread. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, so oh my good. Gosh. Yeah, no, um, I, my husband's still upset about the me not bringing home a signed loaf of bread from Darian. <laughs> he really, <laughs> really likes Darian. I don't know. He would have had to fight Bob Chichinsky for it. He probably would have. Um, so I kid good. you not. No, he wouldn't. So he can't even kill a spider. I can't, my house has been run over. We are gone for a week, and it's. Let's leave the. Sp oh, this is a tangent. I'm sorry. This is a tangent, but it's an important tangent. I swear. Um, let's. Oh, we're gonna be gone for a week. It's fine. Once it's warm out, we'll let the spider out then. Do you don't need to kill it. We get back. The spider's still there. And now there's like three more spiders. My house was taken over by agents of Mephala while I was gone because he wouldn't kill one spider. <laughs> no! So is it like got a web hanging out somewhere or what? Oh my gosh, yes. It, well, it's gone now. It's outside finally, and so are the other two. But, yeah. Jeez. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, the bread thing, like going back to the voice actors thing, it was really, really fun because they had the voices of Darian um the ascendant lord and adusadaro um and then of course wes johnson was there as hermaeus mora um is that right john mm -hmm. yeah that's it all four um and they did the little improv thing again where they went through like a drive-thru but hermaeus mora was working at the drive-thru and darian was also working in the restaurant and then it was like the ascendant lord and adusadaro coming through to order like some weird rando food like mac and cheese balls and fish of some sort um and it was just hysterical because john it's john curry is that right i believe is his name who plays um uh darren gautier and he is like yes. just sitting there listening to everyone and then randomly reaches down and pulls out that loaf of bread and starts eating it and like the whole crowd just started laughing and like erupted with laughter um, and, uh, it was, it was quite funny. And then at one point, I guess like the girl who plays Adusa, um, 
they they handed her the bread and then she started eating it and it was just it was this really funny funny like interaction between Wes Johnson and uh, the three of them and it was a good a really good time um, so I think some people recorded it uh, I only got about five minutes of it but you know I'll see if maybe we can <laughs> oh my gosh hi Bob speaking of bread Bob Chichinsky's here and um, he is the proud owner of said loaf of bread now uh, that's hysterical um, yeah Bob Bob just acquired the bread at the signing that they did after with the voice actors um, he apparently was deemed hot Bob by um, the guy that played Darian and uh, he signed his lithograph there as hot Bob and then after that everybody else signed hot Bob and um, uh, Courtney who played uh, Adusa Darrow was like oh here you go hot Bob have some bread I guess right I think that's what Bob Bob said so he somehow had a signed loaf he now has a signed baguette um, <laughs> from from that um, so yeah my my lithograph that I got signed I like chuckled because uh, when I went up and met um, oh my gosh I'm having a complete brain fart on his name but the the guy that played the ascendant lord um, he made me chuckle because he's like what would you like me to write on here and I'm like oh I don't care whatever whatever you would like and he's like okay well um, I signed a map for you because I had them sign my map and the thing and he's like he's like um, are you a, cart a cartographer and I said no I'm not a cartographer and he's like okay and then he looks down and I see him like rapidly signing and I'm like what is he signing and then he literally put um, Katie neither one of us are cartographers and then signed his name <laughs> and I was literally like that's accurate you're correct neither one of us are cartographers and he goes yeah well if you ever end up doing that you just bring it back to me and I'll just cross it out and then I'll say one of us is now a cartographer and re-sign it for you so it made me like chuckle um that yeah, he is, you know he was very they were chaotic. all they were all so great. Like, Wes Johnson was great. Just, oh, man. It was so fantastic. And the best thing about it was all of them took time. Like, all of them took time to sit mm -hmm. and chat with you, which was so, so cool. It was not what I would call, like, a love and shove or, like, a sign and sign and move it on. Like, like they one were really good about it. One of those things was the line. It was one of those lines where it's, like, you are glad it's a slow line. Because that mm -hmm. means you know everyone's taking that time. Yeah. So it was a, it was a good time, good time. So, um, yeah, the voice actor thing was definitely, definitely great. Um, you know what we haven't talked about yet the photo what? ops. Oh yeah, we totally there was skipped a... over the photo ops. We did skip over the photo ops. There was a really cool like photo booth that had Hermes Mora in it. And you could either take a still photo or you could take, like, um, a moving photo, which was really, really neat uh, to send to yourself. And um, the best one that we got, or one of the best ones in my opinion, was we had the lore master come over. And he is reading uh, with Hermaeus Mora over his shoulder. He is reading to Lotus, Gwen, and myself, giving us a lore lesson. <laughs> 
It was really great. He was so sweet and like super on board for it. Like Ian partially, I think Ian came up with the idea and was like, hey, um, let's go see if we can get him to do it. And he saw him later and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to like, he might feel like that's a bother or, you know, whatever. And like Ian went over and asked him. He's like, no, he's totally on board. I was like, okay, let's do it then. <laughs> we have no excuse. <laughs> yeah, no excuse then. Like, so he uh, went and got him and we did it and it was super fun. We didn't get a picture with Wes Johnson over there though, which I was a little sad. I, I know, I thought we were happened. going to, we just totally, it's, uh, I, the line was I huge. don't know how I can say it skipped our minds, but at some point it skipped our minds. There was just a lot well, going on, especially towards the end there. Cause once the voice actor thing was over, everyone wanted time with the voice actors. And there was just so yes. much. Yeah. And Maluka played during that time, like while we were standing in line, there was just a lot, a lot happening. It felt like there was never downtime and there was never like opportunity to, to be like, Oh, Hey, can you do X, Y, and Z for me? Like it was just a go, 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 which wasn't a bad thing at all. Um, you know, just definitely different. So yeah. Yeah, and then Lyris and Maddie, Mad, uh, Lyris and Maddie Gon played with Maluka. Yeah, it was so cool, like so so cool. Um, they did giveaways. They did all sorts of stuff as well. I got a mud crab. Yeah, she did. Gina like, threw a mud win, crab at her. Yeah, I didn't win any of the like regular giveaways. My RNG is not that good, but I smiled pretty and I got a mud crab thrown at me. <laughs> it was a good time. Or at least that's how I'm telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was when we were all trying to leave. Yeah. They were telling us to get out. And Gina mm -hmm. had a mud crab and a guar. And she threw the guar at Nephis. And she uh, threw the mud crab at Gwen. And so uh, now my daughter has a mud crab because I was like, yeah, I have a mud crab. I have a mud crab for two days and then my daughter's gonna take it and lo and behold the second she saw it she started waving at it and blowing it kisses and saying hi and now I don't have a mud crab anymore um, <laughs> amazing but his name is Claus in case anyone's curious because that's what yes. you name a mud crab Claus Claus the mud crab yeah, I guess um, you're having trouble coming up with a name that works in a pinch okay <laughs> oh <laughs> my <laughs> god <laughs> Oh my god, it's 10 till 2 a.m. and you just made that joke. Yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, that's solid. That's a solid joke. That is a solid joke. Well, we should we should probably wrap up with like the last little bit. Um, at the end of that day, like that night, people went out and, you know, hung out and we went and had a barbecue. There was like a, basically everybody took over this Korean barbecue restaurant. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, At first, I didn't think we were going to find a spot to sit, but yeah. yeah. But then we found um, we're being robots. waved at from the back. <laughs> yeah, we found Rob the Princess and Robots, uh, Robots Radio Tom. They were back in the back and they were like waving at us, like "Come back here with us." So we went and sat with them um, and hung out back there for a while. And then two of the UESP crew joined us, and mm -hmm. that was our table. Yep, and that was fun. Yeah, and it was crazy because we were, like, in a back room, so we didn't know who else was there. We just knew everybody else eventually showed up. But, like, when we walked out to leave, like, Rich and Gina and, like, all, you know, a bunch of the devs were also there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was we like, looking oh. at messages or anything. We're just, like, yeah. having our food and talking amongst yeah. ourselves at that point. Yeah, so it was fun to, like, look out and be like, oh, look, there they are. They're here. Um, yep. 
so they came too. But yeah, we decided to call it a night and go in because the next day we ended up going to this crazy place called Area 15. And they did the event on the second day inside a barcade. So it was like a bar and an arcade. And there were games everywhere. There was like pool tables and basketball and Pac-Man and pinball. pinball. And, and time crisis and, games and... and yeah it was so fun foosball like it was amazing and it was f like free play so when you walked in they actually had lore to go with the free play it was so cool it was like a little wishing well like there's lore books or lore pages i'll say around and the one had like a little wishing well on it and it talked about like you know, advanced machinery and Dwemer and like all of this stuff and that that's how you used your, your tokens or your coins. So it was kind of fun that they tried to like tie the bar into it, the event. Yeah, that just it kind was of really, like really made cool. my day. I love it when people are, cause I like doing that. Cause the entire time we were there, I was saying that it was like, we were in Sanguine's pocket dimension and elsewhere. Yeah somewhere hidden in the game. Like, I, I do that stuff all the time, so I, when I see that they're trying to do that and putting little things like that, and that's the official stuff that absolutely made the event for me. That was great. Yeah, it was so, so cool. Um, just that. They had they had a couple other lore pages around. I believe um, Benefactor from the Imperial Library took photos of the different lore pages that were scattered about. Um, so mm -hmm. check out his uh, stuff, or maybe he'll post it on the Imperial Library, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they were all throughout the arcade. It was so fun. At one point we had a basketball tournament, and it had like we had like ten people playing against each other for points. Like, Rich joined in, um, Gand the Impaler was there, um, Lotus was there, Rob the Princess was there, Tom was there, um, K6, Geek, max just like it was it was so great there were so many people all hanging out together and like playing and doing stuff that it like the time went by so fast and it was more of an opportunity too for the devs i think like to just be just be i guess maybe is a good way of putting it because they were just hanging out playing games with everybody like they were playing pool and they were you know, having drinks, and like I said, Rich came and played basketball with us at one point, and um, we also sat, because they had food there as well, we sat down at a table with uh, the lore master again, Michael Zenke. We talked mm -hmm. to him for, like, probably 35 minutes, maybe more, just sitting at the table, and it wasn't, like, an interview or anything by any means, but it was just, like, you know, what do you like to do in your free time, and, like, yeah, we were just chilling. How'd, some, how'd you, some how'd you get into game development? So. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, we found out that he and my husband have the same birthday, which is really weird um, and kind of fun. And they even like ID checked each other, which made it really funny. Um, but yeah, like just, you know, fun, fun stuff like that. Like talking to Gina and Jess, because um, I didn't really get to talk to Jess the day before at the event. We had only really talked with Gina and it was just very briefly. Um, so getting to like see the two of them and chat with the two of them as well. Um, and Adana. Um, Amy, who is one of the other community managers and like social media people, she's fantastic. She used to be in charge of Tamriel Vault, um, so I had spoken with her online a few times through Pylon, um, but hadn't met her in person. Um, so just like, just great, good 
good people all around. Finn, let me tell you, Finn and Wheeler, they are a riot. Like, Finn was making me chuckle while he was playing pool because he was on a team with Wheeler and Wheeler scratched at one point and he was just like, can you believe this? We lost the game. Like, Rich won because we lost the game because Wheeler scratched. <laughs> and it was just, it was so cool. It was just a really fun moment. Like, both of them are so down to earth. The other thing that happened that was funny from the day before with Wheeler is I really wanted to take pictures with the mushrooms on stage. So I went up to him and I was like, Wheeler. He's like, what? I said, um, what's the likelihood of me being able to take pictures with all of those mushroom cutouts on stage? And he's like, let's go. He's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask, though. Let's go. I was like, okay. So I just went up with him and took random pictures behind the mushrooms. He took the pictures for me, which made it even funnier. Um, and then he got in one with me. So it was a good time. It was a good time. But, yeah, overall, the second day was way chill and just super awesome. I mean, what do you think about it, Gwen? Yeah, exactly. That, that's pretty <laughs> much it. That's pretty much it. Ex but excuse me, I took your mushroom photos. Wait, you did? Yes. No, I kept thinking for some reason that he took them. I don't I know why my brain... Because he was in them with you. Well, he was in the one with me, but I thought he took yes. one of them. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, he took the one because you're like, no, Gwen, you need to post one too. Yeah, okay, so he did take one. I'm not crazy. One. I'm a little crazy. One. Okay, you took the other mushroom photos, but he did take the photo of the two of us. Yes. Okay, well, I apologize. I'm sorry I had my mushroom photographer messed up. I am very proud of my photography skills. <laughs> <laughs> he just stood on the stage and looked pretty and made sure we didn't get in trouble for being up there, which I didn't think we would anyway. This is true. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. It was a good time. So there you go. I don't know. What else is there to say? This has been a really long show. Is that all of it? Did we get all of it? I don't think we pretty, got all of it, but that is pretty a good chunk of it. Pretty much. We did uh, oh, no. dinner. Oh, no. You didn't, you didn't interact with the jester like I did. Oh, that's true. I was sad I didn't get to do that. Oh, my gosh. He was great. There's this cosplayer, okay? He was dressed up as a jester, and originally I was just going to ask him for a photo because, like, He's wearing red and black jester stuff, dark brotherhood, like that's that's my jam. Let's do this. And he's like, Well would you would you like to open a crate? And he pulls out this little box and it's a little Ouroboros crown crate. And I Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and so he opens the crate and he takes out two cards and you can flip it over and then you get a gem. And I couldn't really hear everything that was going on. But then uh so now I have a purple gem. That was my little souvenir from him. He gave me the purple gems. So now I have my own crown gem. Oh, and I'm so sad I didn't get one of those. And then I um and then I found um the fox den. And I'm like, okay guys, there's this jester. Have you seen the jester yet? You need to like and then I got some footage of um Mr. Fox Den opening the or doing the thing in Ouroboros crate and you can actually hear him in that at least. Um So we got so I had that. That was fun. And that was just super I love when people actually play with cosplay. That was, that was great. How fun. I love it. Yeah, there were some actual great cosplays there. There was um, that. There was someone cosplaying a Khajiit. Um, there was had alchemy on the first day. Alchemy. Um, a couple elves. Just like general elves. Um, super duper fun. Really good stuff. Yeah. Our kind of like wrap up to the trip was super chill and nice. And it was, we had dinner with... Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ninetale, Fox, um, the Fox Den. 
We had Robots Radio there, Lotus, Rob the Princess, some of the Lore Seekers, just like a nice, like kind of wrap up, but less crowded, uh, mm-hmm. you know, little little end to our time because I had to fly back on a red eye, which that's a quite a long story, so we don't need to go into the whole thing, but basically for me to get back from Las Vegas, Las Vegas tried to keep me. Um, my plane went back twice. <laughs> never have I ever been on a flight where it's yeah, turned you've around. Yeah, you on a flight. No, I mean, never have I been on a flight where it's turned around twice, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally canceled on the third go-round. Um, so I basically had to grovel at another desk to get a ticket to fly home. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been home until today, which would have been ridiculous. So everybody had bad RNG at the airport. Well, not everybody, Except for me. but a lot of I a had lot of people. RNG at the airport. I was gonna say a lot of people had great RNG at the airport, but there were also a lot of people whose flights got canceled. Like George, his flight was canceled. He had to actually fly through LAX to go like back to. Um, New York, which was crazy. There were a couple of people that had to go through really weird, like weird locations. I think some people went through Dallas to get like back the other direction. It was just, it was like a strange, strange turn of events. And my saddest thing was we got all of this cool swag, right? So we got this like Elder Scrolls bag and we got a cup and a 2023 coin. And then of course we got all the stickers and buttons and art and all these things from all these other creators Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but we got the necrom like lithographs that they had um and i got one signed uh for myself by the voice actors and then i grabbed an additional one for toasted peanut um you know to send to him and (laughs) i (laughs) i had them with me at the airport but somehow in the debacle of getting on and off the plane twice, security and whatnot, um, someone at the Las Vegas airport at either gate E8 or E11 is now the proud owner of two Necrom <laughs> lithographs because they're gone. <laughs> I don't know where they were. So, oh, no. yeah, it's okay. There, Here's what I will say. The ESO fam is the best fam because as soon as I posted it in the Discord, like, so many people reached out to me and were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the airport. What terminal were you in? I'll check. Like, J-Hart went and actually checked and, like, went so far and to go above and beyond to try and, like, send me the lost and found information. Miss um, Radcore, she was going to go on her really long flight back. Um, so she was going to pop by and see. Um, and some very, very kind people have actually offered to replace it for me. So I think that was very, very sweet of them. Um, Baratron from the from the UESP, I think, um, has my back on that. So I thought that was so, so, so nice because of my stupid mess up <laughs> of leaving it in the airport. But yeah, such is life. <laughs> it is what it is. But I made it home with everything else. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you go. That's it. That and I mean that kind of concludes my Vegas tales. We've made so many awesome friends, met so many other great streamers, podcasters, content creators, just people that you talk to online. But you know, meeting them in person is such a different experience and such a different, um, such a different thing. And it was it was truly awesome. 
for sure. That no. sounds like it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next year's the 10th, so we'll see what happens. They need a bigger venue. Next year's the 10th, and that's when they cut out the old consoles. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> Bob Chichinsky says, I asked every dev if I could have one of the mushrooms. I know, Bob. Even Wayne <laughs> told you no. <laughs> so there you go. That's it. That's kind of our Vegas adventures, unless you have anything to add, Gwen. No, no, that pretty much sums up our Vegas adventures. I can't think of anything else. Wow. Thanks to everyone who was here who listened to us ramble for over an hour about that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You have any questions about anything, Never, before we... Um, well, no. Uh, I think I asked most everything kind of along the way. I, I, I had... I thought about asking a question or two about the Arcanist class, but I think a lot of that mm. stuff is probably out there elsewhere. Um, but, I mean, I guess I can ask you, you were talking about the different skills. Um, did you happen to notice, did they just not have very many stamina morphs? Because that's pretty common among most classes, is there's just not stamina morphs for the class skills. Yeah, I didn't see as many. Um, but also, I kind of gave up partway through putting stuff in, and I only did one bar. Right. So yeah, I was just kind I of like, I, I didn't read. It was just kind of like, click, 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 assign, mm -hmm. assign, assign, assign. And then I just left it at that. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff out there, I'm sure. I mean, I've, I have seen uh, videos pop up for breakdowns of all the skills. So I, that, mm -hmm. that information is pretty readily available. But um yeah, and for anybody that has a PC, so obviously not us because we're streaming directly from our PlayStation consoles, but for anybody that has a PC, um, the PTS drops tomorrow. So, so on Monday. this is even on. Correct. Yeah, the PTS will have already been gotcha. out for a few days by the time this episode drops. So I'm sure we'll start to see even more about the class come out from there. Right. Yeah, so. probably be seeing build videos and everything else come up between, mm -hmm. between um, Two other quick things to add, because I don't know if we're going to do the lore or not, because this has been a really, really long show, um, for us anyway. Uh, the Arcanist stuff that came out in Vegas, they showed a new video trailer. So if you're interested in that, definitely head over to um, elderscrollsonline.com, because they have the new trailer for it. Um, it was the one that debuted in Vegas that we got to see like on the big screen there, which was really, really neat. And then the prologue quest for the chapter is live. So you can go do that as well. I've heard some really good stuff about the prologue quest. I'm excited to dive into it myself. Is it live on console too? Correct. Okay. Yep. Prologue quest is live everywhere. Cool. All right. So definitely check those things out. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and put the uh, the links for that stuff in the um, in the show notes too. But uh, I don't know that we we have to go into too much detail on those things. Uh, do we want to hold the uh, the lore thing there for next week, maybe? Yeah, I say we hold the lore. Yeah, we'll just leave this with Vegas. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Well, and remember. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas, and we look forward to hanging out with all of you in Tamriel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. 
Well, uh, as usual, a uh, couple of guild announcements, and uh, and then we'll we'll close up the uh, events we have on the calendar. Mondays with Moki, fishing, Cyrodiil, that kind of thing. Uh, you can come hang out, uh, come hang out on Monday nights around eight Eastern, and treacherous and Tuesday. Belay your stacks of fish because that's going to be a thing now. Oh yeah, they did announce. Yeah, that's right. We, we didn't say that earlier. So, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, be able to, to to do a whole stack of fish now. Uh, finally, not that I fool with the fish much anyway, but for those that do, yeah, the, one like at a time. The, the the reaction to that was insane. It made me chuckle because they were like, "Whoa!" And I think Finn. Um, oh yeah, that's something we didn't even talk about. We didn't even talk about the endless dungeon, but there'll be more on that the longer it comes. But Finn was like laughing because he's like, "Y'all are excited about filleting full stacks of fish, but nobody's excited about the endless dungeon." <laughs> Listen, I was so grateful over the fish. I like drew a little picture. Oh, I love it so much. It on the spot. That's I what I did so when much. I gave up. I drew the fish. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and um, not to backtrack a little bit because we're in the middle of announcements, but endless dungeon sounds really, really cool. Um, yourself or a friend or a companion, I think, is what he said, mm -hmm. and it is instanced, and we'll just keep going and going and going and going and going and going and going forever. Yeah. That's inspired all. by inspired by roguelike games, so this is uh, something that I was reading on it uh, earlier today, maybe uh, that that it drew some inspiration from roguelite, uh, not roguelike, but roguelite games, if I recall correctly. Anyway, different discussion, but uh, it does sound neat because there those kind of uh, experiences do tend to have a lot of replayability. Uh, just because it, it's randomized and every time you go in it's something different um, so that, that has potential to be a really cool gameplay loop uh, if it's if it's executed well so definitely be keeping an eye on what they do with that um, so yeah uh, Mondays around 8 Eastern uh, Tuesdays any time of the day you want to run dungeons that's our dungeon day it's a treacherous Tuesday and Fearless Friday with Arthuria. That's Undaunted. And uh, you can go hang out. What what time is that normally? Um, I believe it's typically at 8 p.m. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so that's what's on the calendar for right now. And uh, if you want to uh, take part in any of that and you're part of the guild, then uh, just let people on Discord know. And, uh, of course, those are PlayStation activities. Uh, we don't cover all of the different activities everywhere else because we may or may not be as involved with those things uh, but um, yeah and then if you want to reach out to us on social media you can do so on Twitter um, at Snug Podcast it's the same thing pretty well everywhere uh, our email is snugpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash snugpodcast YouTube by searching snugpodcast and search Snug Podcast on your podcast feeds as well. And you can find us that way uh, in audio format if you're watching um, and would prefer to listen. That's an option there too. Uh, if you want to join the guild, head over to discord.gg slash loreseekerseso. You'll uh, be taken in and uh, just follow the follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, just follow that and it'll, it'll get you into where you need to be to uh, sign up for the guild. Um, well friends it was good hanging out with you 
was fun hearing about all the stuff y'all got to do. I, I hated it. I was unable to attend. I wanted to, but uh, perhaps next year uh, we can all, or maybe some other event this year, we might find a way to, to all get together and hang out. But uh, but anyway, it was definitely fun to hear about all all you got to do, and uh, glad that you guys were able to go and represent the Snug Podcast there. And, um, Gwen's stickers were a hit. <laughs> I yeah. had more shinies than I know what to do with. <laughs> awesome. Well, all right. Until next time, we will see you later. Be good. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. And we'll hopefully see you next week. Sleep well, Tamriel. Bye.